Welcome to So You Need a Video, the only podcast that we know of about simplifying your brand's sales message with video. I'm Hope Morley. And I'm Tori Merritt. I'm Guy Bauer. And today we're talking about something that we think a lot of marketers might be interested in because we all know as marketers, we know about B2B marketing and products, uh, business to business. We also know about B2C, which is business to consumer. But we have an idea of a new category that we should found as marketers. And Guy, do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah, maybe we need to trademark it before this podcast comes out. I'm sure we're not the first people to say this. Might be the first people to pay to say we are the first people to say it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. So, you know, what's interesting is uh, if you're on LinkedIn, there's people that make these graphics about the differences between B2C and B2B, Mm -hmm. like both from the sales and marketing angle. and when I look at these these diagrams, I'm like, wow, they're just really full of BS um, because they're assuming that B2B people are not the same people that would be targeted in B2C campaigns. Meaning, why is it that as soon as I'm at work, I need to be spoken to differently than if I'm at home? Um, and so my theory is that there's actually a category that trumps everything, and that's just B2P, business to people, business to person, meaning a business doesn't absorb any marketing messages. Businesses are made up of people. So when you view yourself as B2B and speaking to another business, you're making a big mistake. You're actually just speaking to a bunch of people that are inside of a business. Businesses are made up of people. Um, so really, we need to drop this whole b2c b2b debate and really just start talking to people as people which they are um in the hit ebook i wrote uh <laughs> out now out now called <laughs> hit with mothers everywhere oh, and mothers with, uh, of guy power everywhere it's a hit ebook in my immediate family it's called um <laughs> death to the corporate video out now on amazon kindle singles <laughs> um i write about how Your customers don't wear their suits to bed, meaning at night at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday, your B2B customers that you're using big fancy language to and speaking to in a very boring way don't have their suit on and aren't, you know, talking with their kids like they're in some kind of board meeting. They're on the couch. Are we in alignment, children? Is it time for bed? (laughs) Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. They're in their PJs on the Circle couch back in the with a fire watching Netflix. So why are you speaking to them in this like kind of cuckoo alt language? They're the same people, right? They have yeah. all the same feelings and emotions and desires. They want to feel included. They want to do a good job. Another, I think, proof point for this is a lot of recruiters, when they're recruiting marketing and advertising people, they're like, well, I want someone who's done B2B. Um, and most of the work that I had done before this was actually B2C and transitioning into Umult. It's all the same principles. Like, yes, you have to think a little bit deeper about who the audiences are. But at the end of the day, you're like you said, you're talking to the same people with the same emotions and everybody wants the same basic needs. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Um, they all need to be met. Right. So when you're coming up with messages, this concept of like, well, we have to talk to people at work differently than we talk to them at home. Is it actually more effective? Um, I can't cite a study at the moment, but I'd be willing to bet not. It's it's the same thing. And actually, the way to stand out is instead of talking to people differently, but at work and home 
maybe just talk to them as their people all the time right. with your quote B2B message and see what happens. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, I was watching a B2B video, a typical B2B video. We didn't make it, but they were trying to like pitch like an event uh, and they were like network with your peers. I have never gone to an event and be like, honey, I can't wait for this event because I'm going to network with my peers. That's how zero people talk. Right. So like when you're about to put language like that in your video or just in any marketing or sales message you have, think about it. Like, do you actually say those words? Does anyone say those words other than boring B2B brochures? Like you don't network with your peers. You go and meet people. And when you've heard that in other instances, when you're the audience, has it hit you, right? Like right. hearing that. Oh like, oh, well, oh, that's speaking to me because I, I really home. want to yeah. network with my peers. No, right. it's more like, hey, do you want to learn more about what other people are doing, whether your business sucks or you're doing, you know, the right things? I'm not saying you should put sucks in it. Yeah. Um, but you, you could, know, though. Yeah, I guess you could. We do sometimes. Uh, B2C, there's a lot of false assumptions that B2C mar- yeah. sales and marketing make meaning. You've all seen those videos where people are at a baseball game and everybody's just happy all the time. It's like we've all seen the stock photos that we're making fun of women laughing at salad. That's not how anyone actually eats a salad or interacts with their food. But for some reason, that is what photographers think that people want to sell salad with or show women interacting with salad. So my point is that people aren't happy all the time. People don't, even if you're enjoying a salad, you don't sit there with the salad on your fork smiling at it. Never. Wow, thanks, salad. Mm -hmm. Well, I think about this, too. So we we see all these ads with, like, the dumb dad. But the Mm -hmm. funny thing is dumb dad is also perhaps a partner selling AI solutions. So it's really confusing because when you're talking to the person selling AI solutions, you're like, I need to, this person knows what's going on in the world. Like we need to demonstrate that we're a leader in this market and we understand. But yet when he's at home, you're talking to him like he's too stupid to know how to like vacuum. Mm -hmm. So it may, it's like, it makes the same guy. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. I think it's based on, these are all techniques based on like, stuff from the 60s, 70s, and 80s when the medium was just new, right? And there were just these established rules, all good-looking people, smiling. Gender roles, all that kind of stuff. Right, that's B2C. And then B2B is with over 30 locations and 750 associates. Like somehow that got into the thing that that's what a B2B marketing message is. And I think both of them are BS. I mean, if you look at Hope I guess a uh, link to this in the notes is um, Apple's new holiday video. Every year they do a holiday yeah. video. The video is actually centered around a sad grandpa who just lost his wife. Yeah. And the family comes and he's actually in a kind of bad mood for most of the spot. And that is not typical B2C marketing. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Someone upset? Especially no, no. around the holidays. We right. need to be happy, even though Correct. the truth of the matter is the holidays are actually a very Correct. hard time for a lot of people. So do you do you speak to someone who is actually feeling that, even though it's not like, yeah, rock music, mm-hmm. um, and perhaps make them feel included? Uh, or do you just do what the autopilot, it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, be happy, when that's not the reality for a lot of people. No. And the people that are buying from you. Yeah. And so at the end of this Apple spot, like you're in tears, no matter who you are, you're in tears because it's such a powerful story. Yeah. But guess what they're doing while you're crying? 
they're on their iPad. <laughs> and so Apple is like the genius. You know, Apple years ago, I think probably two or three years ago, they came up with a rock spot, a spot with the rock using Siri. And when they debuted that spot, they were like, this is the launch of our new marketing ethos or yeah. whatever. It's that we're done making commercials. Because commercials spread from B2C into B2B. And the whole idea of a commercial, what's interesting is, what is a commercial? A commercial is a piece of content that is trying to get you to buy something. It's not serving you in it's any way. It's not added value. No. It's no value. No. It's actually all the value is on you know the company sponsoring company. this message, right? Um, and so Apple said, we're done making commercials. Now, all of our content, all of our videos are going to have a story element. We're going to entertain first and then put our pro product in it, right? Yeah. So in, in essence, it is a quote unquote commercial, but check out this holiday video and check out Apple at work, which is a B2B video. Yeah. And I would watch a full season of the show of Apple at work, that video. Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious and, but it shows their product, the rock using Siri. Apple to me blend b2b and b2c and to me they're doing yeah. b2p marketing they're like the gold standard another one that i recommend you check out is go to ibm's channel on youtube oh my gosh talk about a traditional b2b corporation yeah but if you watch their videos like just as a human as a person they are truly entertaining and you know, they're all about like AI and cloud right. and stuff like cloud that. Network solutions. Right. Yeah. But they actually make interesting pieces of content. So we need to stop thinking of B2C when you, as smiley, happy people yep. with in 30 or 60 second chunks. Those days are over. Yeah. 30 and 60. What does it matter now? Yeah. Well, who's even watching your marketing message in a traditional like 30 second TV spot anymore? When was the last time you guys watched TV? No, like live over the air TV. Yeah. I watched a Bears game. It's, it's yeah, the sports. <laughs> sports. Yeah. That's pretty much well, it. it's, and it's really about adding value. Yeah. We've got a client that we've done things for. Um, it was somewhat event based for the past few years. Um, and in some cases, it's just been, hey, like what happened at the event? You know, here's a wrap up. Um, and this year, we were able to work with them and hopefully find a way to ask ourselves, are we adding value to someone in this moment? So that's what I think B2P really is, is whether I'm in, quote, a consumer my environment, because I don't think it's a mindset, it's an environment. Am I in a consumer environment? Am I in a business environment? But at the end of the day, how can I add value for that person where they're at? And it's, that brings in the consumer journey is understanding where someone is and creating content to add value for them at that point in the journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And reminding yourself that you... I think some traditional marketing messages think that I add value because my product might add value to this yeah. person. But when the person is watching that video or that spot, at that moment, your product is not adding value mm -hmm. to their life. Like eventually, if they buy an iPad, it might add value to their life. But we need to be using that video to add value at that moment before right. they've actually bought your that Entertainment can be added value, exactly. right? Entertainment, information. Those are added, for me, it's added value. I mm -hmm. think a lot of times people think of, oh, I'm in a business environment. Entertainment isn't an added value. It's a waste of time. And you're like, not really. I think most of us would like to have some entertainment and some, you know. Because we're people. Work. Right. And we like to well, be entertained. Well, I yeah. can talk about this now because we've received client permission. Yeah. Right? Um, 
There was a uh, video we made for, we'll put it in the show notes, for Deloitte Synchronized Planning and Fulfillment, and Synchronized Planning and Fulfillment just sounds B2B, like, right? You can just mm-hmm. imagine the, meet Bob. He's a supply chain manager at a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. He has many different supply chain worries, like shipping and whatever. How does he fulfill his, like, you can see it, right? Yeah. yeah. And we have seen it. Yeah, we have seen it over and over and over and, and over. And asleep. That if you do synchronized planning, if you're in supply chain, you deserve, you are too whatever to understand anything other than a white paper on video. Or enjoy anything right. besides. Like you don't, if you're in supply chain, you don't want to enjoy this video. You just need the facts. These false assumptions that we put on our, our personas, our target audience are ridiculous, but that's another podcast. So- We'll put it in the show notes. But what we made was a two-minute movie, basically. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a two-minute NASA kind of control room yeah. drama. Right. There really is no explanation in the video of what synchronized planning and fulfillment is. At Big no analogy. point. At no point does anyone explain what it is. All it is is a story, and it's based on like will will they succeed, right? Will success or failure story? Very simple done all in a synchronized planning and fulfillment world. Yeah. But it's truly entertaining. Yep. And it it's entertaining even for people who aren't the target audience, which mm-hmm. at the end of the day speaks to the fact that if you are the target audience, I'm probably even more entertained because you're picking up it's basically one big analogy. So if you're in um synchronized planning and fulfillment, you're gonna pick up on that analogy. And even if you aren't, it is so entertaining that it is good enough to stand just as a story. So it's kind of like an inception. Mm -hmm. And well, and think about it. You talked about in a previous episode of the show, you have IC, a chronic illness. And you talked about a show that covered and did a plot line around IC. But the same feeling that you got when a show made a drama or entertained you around your chronic illness, all these supply chain people got when we made a little mini movie, a right. little short film around their little niche of the world. Right. It's like, whoa. They like, got it right. Imagine like like making an entertaining thing. So that's like in the world of the internet, there's now all these micro audiences and B2C and B2B come from a broadcast world where right. mm-hmm. it's very expensive to reach these people. If you think about B2B, how did B2B videos get distributed? By VHS. They would send a VHS tape in yeah. the mail. So, of course, if it's the, so expensive to do that, it's got to be all information-based, right? Yeah, got to get it all mm-hmm. in for that price. Right. But now with online, there's we can, we know where these people are. We know their habits. We know how to segment them out. And- it's I, I to me, you can no longer afford to make a B2C video that just has people laughing at salads or a B2B video that's just purely fact and information based. You have to make a B2P video that just is a story. Yeah. Go watch the Apple videos. And it's the only way to stand out in a crowded marketplace, right? Because like you were saying, we've all been trained and we've all seen these traditional b2b videos so many times they mm-hmm. are so boring yeah we've seen them before maybe they were interesting 10 years ago when we were first getting more i don't even think they were marketing <laughs> messages online but now if we tell a targeted story it's entertaining yeah. those prospects are going to remember that video and then re- remember the person that made it yeah Correct. i think people think too of the you think of the sales funnel and they think of the top of the funnel and like it's very wide we have to cast a wide net 
Problem is, if you don't do that properly, the net doesn't capture them and bring them down the funnel. So yes, you know, oh, we need to keep it wide. But if it's wide, but it doesn't capture attention, it's no, it's not any better than it if didn't you had, serve its right, purpose. If you've made something a little bit more targeted that helps bring them down. And I, and just the essence of it is rather than kind of like putting on our suit when we make a B2B video or putting on our shorts when we're making a B2C video. Yeah. It's just like, just kind of just be normal. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. Just stop overthinking it and just yeah. make something that you think would be interesting and your target audience would be, you know, would also enjoy it. Which another good example of this, I won't get into details on it, um, but we had a client who they were looking to bring some humanity, some people feel to some of their leaders, because at the end of the day, just the big, overwhelming, these are the leaders kind of messaging yeah, wasn't. This is a very large corporation. Yeah, it so. wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't working. People are like, I don't feel connected to these people. I know they're, you know, the future of the firm, but I don't. I don't understand anything about them. I don't. I have no feelings for them. Being able to, and, and this is in a, a heavily B two B environment. Being able to humanize those people. Really, we've got a lot of comments that it made people stop and realize like, oh, yeah, like we're all just people like working together, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, sell and, and do a good job. That's what made the difference, I think, for them and the feelings they've had towards leadership and their firm as a whole was being able to see these people, the ultimate in suits uh, as normal human beings who have hobbies and talents and fears and goals and dreams that they're willing to share just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I get a hat that says B to P on it. Made. Just wear that. I wonder if anyone has come up with this. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> B to B marketing is increasingly B to P. Someone made a video. It's Merkel. B to P marketing. What is B to P marketing? Darn it. So it's been already made. B to P marketing is the recognition that businesses aren't actually buying what you're trying to sell. Oh, so this is like a thing. So newsflash, we just Googled this. And uh, B2P is actually a known thing, so we can't copyright it. But we, trust me, we came up with this on our own. <laughs> like, I promise you, we did. But it's just been validated that, uh, yeah, if you go to, um, well, here, I'll just read what someone It's validated every day, what we do. I, I think so. And and here, I'll just read um, from this site, Media Post, back from uh, 2013, actually. B2P marketing is the recognition that businesses aren't actually buying what you're trying to sell. And that's what we said earlier, is that... Businesses don't buy anything. Businesses are made up of people. People buy stuff. People make purchases. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's again, it's the other side of the coin thing is like, we're not just yelling at you B2B marketers. It's also the B2C folks. Like we get it. People are smiling and happy around stuff. But like if everybody's happy around all of the products, then it's just white noise. Because you've given us nothing to grab onto. And we know with the trends and the research lately coming out of like public sentiment, everybody isn't happy. So it's just not the reality. Yeah. Think about, I keep going back to Forrest Gump, the movie. If if everyone wanted to be happy all the time, no one would watch Forrest Gump because Forrest Gump is incredibly sad at many points. Right. Or any drama. Right. Like This Is Us. Why is that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Why is that People so popular? People love melodramas like This Dawson's Is Us. Dawson's Creek. But it goes up Timely and down. Because <laughs> life is up and down and we love it. It's yeah. a roller coaster, right. right? So like watch that Apple spot, watch their holiday spot from uh, this year, 2019. And you'll see what I mean. Most of the spot is sad and like weird. And like, what is, what are they doing here? Like, this is a weird spot. Like yeah. it's, 
not happy. Like, what are your like? What are your favorite movies? What like if you had to name one, one or two movies that are your favorites? Are any of them just stories that were happy, like kid shows the whole, entire time? Like happy, no. like even Finding Nemo. Like there's bright colors, but like his mom is dead. In like, the first he gets five lost. minutes yes. of the movie, right? Like it's you have to grab onto people's emotions because mm-hmm. we've all felt sad, we've all felt scared, we've all felt angry or frustrated. It's like those are human emotions. If you aren't willing to recognize them, people aren't going to feel anything towards you they don't feel connected at all and you know in unofficial research we watch all the pixar movies because we got a three and five year olds <laughs> uh we've got three and five year olds at our house i would say in 90 percent of pixar movies in the first 10 minutes somebody dies yeah and these are movies that kids watch but it's the dealing with the death and the resulting conquering of whatever yeah. that people love those stories Overcoming challenges and adversity is where it's at, right? So just a constant thing. Here's some services to make your day better. It's Address not... the complexities of people's lives. Yeah, is really Correct. what we're saying. Not everything. Complex human beings. People are complex. Right. Well, there was a book that came out, Melancholia. Did you read that? Uh, it was saying how, like, yeah, without bad, there can be no good. Right. And it's okay to acknowledge bad, right? Or it's okay to acknowledge challenges. Even B2B. How else do you explain to an audience how you're going to help them Mm -hmm. if you don't acknowledge the things that aren't going well? Like You shouldn't be afraid to acknowledge the places, even within your own company. You shouldn't be afraid to acknowledge the places that you maybe haven't done well, but how you're looking to do better. Mm -hmm. Well, look at Domino's. Domino's. Yeah. We just thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's been their most successful ad campaign of the past five and years. The, and what's that campaign, Hope? Their campaign was addressing the fact that their pizza was terrible, that yeah. people didn't actually like it, and that they redid it because it was terrible. And mm-hmm. their new thing with the emer- like and, the yeah. insurance, which is mm-hmm. like, hey, we're not going to say that we're never going to mess up, but we will fix it when and if we do. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very B2P. It's yeah. extremely Even B2B. if you drop it, that's I think that's the humanity piece we're seeing now that has never been part of it, which is not just if we mess it up, but if like, you trip and fall uh, and drop your pizza. Um, you can come back in and we're all humans. We get it. We'll mm-hmm. give you a new one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So to wrap this all up, when you're creating your marketing messages, creating videos, remember that the person that the person watching your video is a person. It's yeah. not a company. You are not talking to a corporation. You a are robot. talking to a person and that person will respond to human emotions. Mm hmm. It sounds so simple, but it's so hard to do. It's so scary because especially, and this is B2C and B2B because we played in both, especially when you're doing it for a commercial purpose because there's that idea of risk mitigation. And that's where the messages like just get rounded out instead of oh, being like yeah. pointy. Like their you know edges I mean? are softened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind yeah. of beveled or whatever. Right. But humanity is so messy. There's sharp again, corners you can talk about. Yeah. Your homework is to watch that Apple video on the uh, on our website. Now the guy has said that four times. Yeah, please watch that. The video will be posted in the show notes. Well, thanks for listening to us figuring out what B2P marketing is in this episode <laughs> of So You Need a Video. For more information and for links to Guy's favorite new Apple spot, you can check out our <laughs> website at umalt.com. That's U-M-A-U-L-T.com. And if you like our show, please subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you, Guy, and thank you, Tori. Thank you. My pleasure.